Good morning, Contrarians! Wednesday, November 23rd, Thanksgiving Eve here in the U.S., about 6.15 a.m., and we had a a rally in stocks yesterday. The Nasdaq added 1.4% to to, uh, lead the major indexes higher. Cryptos actually recaptured some ground as well. Bitcoin regained the 16,000 level that had kind of served as a bit of a support line. It dropped down to the low 15,000s at one point, but is now well back above 16,000. As of this hour, actually, Bitcoin is gaining another 5% and is now trading around 16,600. So good news there for crypto bros. Not sure what the catalyst is. Looked into it a little bit, but not that closely because I can't be bothered. Stock futures are flat. Major U.S. indexes unchanged. Commodities are mixed. We have WTI crude oil down 2% to drop below $80 a barrel again. Copper, Dr. Copper is unchanged. Bonds aren't really doing anything. So today is going to be mostly about the FOMC meeting minutes, the minutes from the Fed's last policy meeting, and these will be published at 2 p.m. Probably investors are going to be looking for any signs of infighting at the FOMC, any debates about interest rate policy, and really any kind of excuse to provide hope that they will reverse course soon. Now, some views on that that I will share with you in a little bit. Suffice it to say, that is probably hopelessly naive. But if anything does come through that indicates that, it could lead to a rally in stocks. But we also have a bunch of economic data today. It looks like an economic data dump here before the holiday. Uh, we get uh, It's Wednesday, so we'll have MBA mortgage applications. Um, those are out at 7, so at the top of the hour. And at 8.30, we'll get initial jobless claims. These are normally out on Thursday, but seeing how tomorrow is a holiday, we get them today. Expectation is for 225,000 new claims That's basically in line with what we saw last week. This figure has been kind of unchanged for a while. We also get durable goods orders at 8.30, new home sales at 10. The expectation here is for 570,000 new home sales. That's down from the 600 and change we saw last month. But that would still be above the low that was recorded in August, the low for this cycle, I should say, for the year which was 511,000. I know numbers don't translate well into in podcast audio format, but to give you a sense of perspective, the peak here came last April, in April 21, at over 1 million new home sales for the month. So that was for presumably for March of 2021, recorded in April. So we're down to about half of that, or we would be, depending on what comes in today. The bottom line. Right. So it looks like we could be back to this same old Fed pivot hopium playbook that kind of that sparked the rallies we saw last month in October. Historically, a very bad month for stocks, but last month was great. And also the same thing happened earlier in the summer in August. Both times this was abruptly ended when Fed chair Jay Powell came out and said that there will be no pivot, at least not anytime soon. But hope springs eternal. And so the latest catalyst here, 
and this is, again, this follows the same playbook that we had a month ago. You have comments from various Fed officials that say inflation is improving and that could lead to, they say could lead to smaller rate hikes. Sometimes they might even say something like, hey, at some point we might have to reverse course. Well, the market uses that as an excuse to kind of load up the syringe with a healthy dose of hopium and then spike it into its veins. And in fact, uh, the comments here, the latest catalyst, these came from Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester. She said that there was, quote, some good news on the inflation front. Indeed, there was. If you look at the CPI last month, that was down. But it was below expectations, and it does look like inflation has peaked. However, we're still looking at 7% CPI year over year, 7% inflation. That's still higher than it has been in decades, other than the period earlier this year, I guess. More importantly, it comes after a period last year when the Fed assured us that inflation was transitory. Don't forget that. Nobody has. The Fed certainly hasn't. And in light of that, it's kind of hard to make the case that they are just going to risk trashing their credibility again or what remains of their credibility by pivoting here and lowering interest rates or even stopping their hikes. They were caught with their pants down on inflation. That is their primary mandate. I know we say the Fed is a dual mandate, the other one being employment. But if you look there, employment is, is fine. Labor markets are fine. We're at full employment, basically, in the U.S. So there is no reason for the Fed to stop these rate hikes, at least not from what I can see. Again, there's various people, various – the intrepid Fed watcher may – will probably maybe even catch something in the minutes today that will inspire this hope or delusion. But again, it, it looks like it's, it's straight up foolish – to expect that at, at this point. We just we need more progress on inflation. We probably almost definitely need unemployment to increase as well before there can be any serious talk about the Fed reversing course. So that's been my story here, and I'm sticking to it. It's not just me. It's also the, the people that I've talked to. I know some guests have kind of argued for the pivot, and that's why I had them on the show, because to provide the contrarian perspective. But it's it's just hard to see. It's just hard to see. And more importantly, look at what's happened. Every time that we've had this, Jay Powell has come in and dashed all these hopes and stocks have sold off and bond yields have spiked up. So there you go. So other, otherwise today, housing and unemployment data that could help shape the narrative, but worth pointing out that markets rarely react very violently to either of these. Uh, the latest news in crypto land here is that SBF, this uh, I can't decide if he's a psychopath, a sociopath, or just a narcissistic fool. But whatever he is, he's apologized to FTX employees, apparently sincerely. I'm sure that is all forgiven now. I'm sure they don't mind that their livelihoods are ripped away and they have to relocate for the Bahamas or wherever they are. The bankruptcy case is proceeding. Haven't followed it very closely, so can't really speak to that. But for whatever reason... The world's few, hopefully few, remaining crypto investors have used this as an excuse to bid up these digital currencies over the last 24 hours. Maybe an opportunity to add the short positions. I do have a position in a inverse digital crypto ETF called BITI. That's a stock symbol, BITI. And 
if cryptos keep rallying, I will I will uh, put more into that. That is just what I am doing. It's a small position, and by its na very nature, speculative, and nothing that I do is it should be deemed as investment advice. Do your own research. Make your own decisions. If you do take investment advice from somebody, it should not be me. I just provide the news and the information and tell you for transparency purposes what I'm doing when I do it. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. No podcast tomorrow, seeing how it's Thanksgiving Day and markets are closed. Probably not on Friday either. Um, it's a half day for stocks. If something develops in cryptos, then I will um, or anywhere else in the market. But otherwise, that's going to be it. And I will speak to you then on Monday. This podcast is free. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please consider paying to become a premium subscriber. It's well worth it. And that's it. Look forward to speaking to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.